Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Lewis Art for Boxing Social in association with Empire Fight Store, Forged Irish Out, FreeBets.com. Delighted today to be joined with Ariel Hawani. We're here at Jake Paul, uh, the press conference, well, I suppose Jake Paul and Amanda Serrano in Puerto Rico. Um, big, big fight this weekend. First time boxing goes back to Puerto Rico, I think, in 13 years. Um, how does it feel to be here after a very, very busy week for yourself? Yeah, no, it's great. I'm very excited and great to be back on Boxing Social. Um, I was here in January for the kickoff press conference and you kind of got a sense, but now I'm feeling like this is a real thing. And last year, I watched an event, a WWE event, at the El Choliseo, which is where this uh, event is taking place, this fight, and the crowd was just unbelievable, man. They had Bad Bunny, and just they were so hyped for every single moment, and so watching that, I was like, man, imagine if there was a boxing card here, and of course, Amanda Serrano is the face of Puerto Rican boxing now, and so now here we are two days away from experiencing that. She gets her homecoming. There's a bunch of local talent on the card as well, so it's an honor to be involved. It's an honor to be here. I'm very, very excited. And Jake Paul and MVP have done so much for Serrano and I suppose boxing around the Puerto Rican area in general. How much does it feel, how, how special is it now that, that they're giving back to the community and um, for, for a big fight like this in, in, in such a long time? I think it's great. I, look, I love, I love fighting, but I always love when there's a connection between the big fights and the, the market, right? Um, when it's just in a random place, it doesn't feel the same. And so this being a homecoming for Amanda Serrano, this being somewhat of a home game now for Jake Paul who lives here, so this is his adopted home island, hometown. It just makes it feel a little more special. And then you got people like, you know, Crystal Rosado and, and Bomba and stuff like that. And it's like, okay, now the crowd is gonna be hyped. They're gonna be super excited. And it's gonna build to the main event with Serrano who has been flying the flag for Puerto Rico and New York for so long. I was at the Katie Taylor fight at MSG a couple years ago and it was 50% Puerto Rico. And I've, I've, seen, I've seen Miguel Cotto in New York. Like I know how, you know, how, how passionate these Puerto Rican fans are when they have to travel or when they're in another state or another country. Now here we are in Puerto Rico. It's gonna be 18,000 people all flying that flag. It's gonna be insane. 
And Jake Paul's obviously fighting a professional boxer, 17 and 2. Do you feel like he's broken that mold now of, of actually being taken seriously by guys? He's not this this guy when he walks into an arena he gets booed. Um, yeah. We were talking about about three years ago with the, him, him and DC's interaction and how much the MMA community, they probably still do, but probably sort of uh, gave him a lot of stick back then. But do you feel like he's broken that mold now? So personally for me, I gave him respect long ago. I think anyone who steps into the, the ring through the ropes, you've earned my respect. I don't care if it's an influencer fight. I don't, I, I'm able to recognize the levels. There's, there's the high level pro bouts, then there's the up and comers, there's the amateur bouts, there's the info. I'm able to recognize that. But for me, you do that, you make that walk, I, I give you infinite respect. And so I think it's interesting now that there, you know, there's been kind of like chapters to his career. He's just eight and one. But you know, he had the couple of, I would say, influencer fights early on, the Nate Robinsons of the world, and then uh, he moved on to the MMA portion of his, uh, of his career, and now it feels like he's, he's just doing the traditional path, or taking the traditional path that anyone who has had you know, nine pro fights would take. Andre August in December, Ryan Borland here. Um, you know, it's a pretty quick turnaround for him, but after that fight on, uh, in, back in December, you would think that he would turn around rather, rather quickly. So every time he fights, I'm curious to see how much he improves, how much better he is, how much more technical he is, and you know, I think he's an interesting guy to follow. Um, and I give him respect. I've given him respect since the, uh, the first fight that he had way back in 2020 in Miami. So uh, I'm curious to see what he does on Saturday. What did you make of him saying that he wanted to, well, I suppose he signed a deal with the PFM. What did you make of him saying he wanted to fight in MMA? Yeah, you know, honestly, if I were him, I wouldn't focus on MMA. I think he still has a lot to learn in boxing and he's getting so good at it. Why would you take the detour? You know, we saw on Saturday Clarissa Shields. Clarissa Shields is one of the best female boxers on the planet. You know, it's Clarissa, it's Amanda, it's Katie Taylor. In my opinion, you can make a case for all three. And then she's struggling in MMA. It's hard on the ground. I'm not saying that Jake would struggle necessarily, but why would you divert from this path that you're on? I understand he has the relationship with PFL and he's very motivated to do so, but I would like to see him continue to box and to see how far he can go and how good he can be. Absolutely. I suppose we have to move on from crossover fights. There's a big, I suppose, crossover fight next weekend. Um, Anthony Joshua takes on, I'd say, your man, Francis Ngannou. Um, you, you, you are the mouthpiece. Yeah, I'd say you are the mouthpiece for Ngannou. of uh, Francis. He's got a lot of great people around him. Markel Martin and Eric Nixick and uh, Dewey Cooper. But uh, it's not that, you know, I actually love AJ. And I've been watching AJ since the Olympics. And I had him on the show back in January, and it was a delight. It was an amazing experience. I'm not rooting for anyone. I just, you know, I, I love to see good stories, and I love to see good things happen to good people. And I believe Francis Ngannou is a good person who has been crapped on and kicked while people thought he was down. Meanwhile, he was building up this whole incredible afterlife post-UFC, and I just can't freaking wait. After he fought Tyson, I said the next fight was AJ. After AJ fought, Otto Valin, I said the next fight was Francis. Something's had to happen. Mainly, Joseph Parker had to beat Deontay Wilder, and here we are. And I know a lot of people wanted to see Wilder Joshua, as did I, but I wanted to see Joshua and Ganu more. And here we are, eight days away from seeing it happen. And I mean, if Francis and Ganu can pull this off, he would be next for the winner of Usyk versus Fury. That's absurd. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to see how it all plays out. After you, after you beat Eddie Hearn at darts, are you going to be walking him out? The funny thing about that stipulation was, I don't think Eddie has a say as to who walks out Francis. Uh, 
I'm just happy to, to, to take part and to witness it. And, uh, you know, if it's half as interesting as what we saw in October, I think we're in for a delight. And how about the fact that the co-main is Zhang Parker and it feels like no one's talking about that. That would be a headliner on any card, especially considering what they've done as of late. Parker beating Wilder, Zhang beating Joyce twice. And, and that's the co-main. So yeah, it's gonna be amazing. And when you look at Ngannou now, people didn't, people didn't give him no chance against Tyson Fury. And he's got that confidence because he probably may, may have doubted himself when you're fighting the best boxer of all time. Um, do you feel like now we may see an even scarier version, a better version of him, someone, a, a confident Francis Ngannou? Do you think that, that, that I think Eddie even spoke about it, it's, it's a, little, a little bit more of a scarier Ngannou. Do you think we could see that on March the 8th? Well, respectfully, I always believed in Francis. And I think Francis always believed in himself as well. Um, but yeah, now he got the first one out of the way. He knows he can go 10 rounds. He can take a punch. He can box a boxer. Obviously, AJ is a much different fighter. He fights completely different. And you have to give AJ props. What a year he had in 2023. The best thing Anthony Joshua did, in my opinion, last year was team up with Ben Davison, who I think is perfect for him. And you saw the guy that we saw against Otto Valin. Like, that was old school Klitschko Joshua, you know what I mean? And so I'm expecting this to be a much tougher fight for Francis than the fight we saw in October. Partially because maybe Tyson didn't take him seriously, maybe Tyson's a better matchup for him. But uh, man, when, when you know what Francis has been through throughout his life, not just his fighting life, his actual life, what he's overcome, there's nothing for him to fear. He's already won. And uh, I'm not saying he's just coming to collect the paycheck, but I don't think he doubts himself. I don't think he fears anyone. And I think he really does want to shock the world once again. Another fight I did want to ask you about. You had them. You had everyone in the studio. You had Hearn, De La Hoya, and obviously Devin Haney takes on Ryan Garcia. Um, a massive fight, I suppose, just down the road from yourself in Brooklyn. Um, you must be really excited for this fight uh, on, on April 20th. I love everything about this fight because Devin Haney is one of my favorite boxers right now in the game because he just doesn't, he doesn't shy away. Everyone, or some people, tend to go and take tune-up fights or warm-up fights or gimme fights. He's like, where's the biggest fight? Oh, biggest fight is here with Matchroom, I'm with Matchroom. Biggest fight is with Top Rank, I'm with Top Rank. Biggest fight is back with Matchroom, I'm with Matchroom. Biggest fight is with Golden Boy, let's go over there. And this is the biggest fight now available to him after the tank fight didn't materialize. So how could you not love this guy now fighting at 140? I think eventually he goes to 147. He's just freaking good, man. He's solid. He's uh, so technical. He's so confident. He's so strong. He's so fast. A lot of questions about Ryan. You know, coming off the not only loss to Tank, but the performance against Duarte. Did he have to build himself back up? First fight with Derek James. And now, you know, some of the behavior over the past week. I know he's addressed it and everything. And I don't know if he's messing around. But I'm sure there are some people, including Devin, who are like, what is going on here? Because I saw, as we're talking right now, Devin saying he's not going to show up. He, for he, the just he, he just said he just tweeted he would show up, actually. He will yeah. show up. And I have no doubt. Devin and his dad are pros, so I have no doubt. But I'm sure there's a part of him being like, what's going on? And credit to Ryan if he is trying to stir the pot. It's going to be amazing. When I saw the tweet that it's happening in New York, right where I live, it was like, wow, this is amazing. I thought this would be a Vegas fight or a Cali fight. So I can't wait. April 20th, another great one. I did want to mention that there because you mentioned it. Um, I suppose it was last night Ryan Garcia um, on a Twitter space or an Instagram was talking about sort of smoking weed and this and that. Is that mind games or is that a bit of a cause for concern? Because he's had you know, the social, a couple of social media posts. Is it all mind games or is it a bit of a cause for concern, would you say? 
I don't know. I think it could be both, meaning the mind games, and that's just who he is. You know, he's been hanging out with the Diaz bros, or at least Nate. Um, you know, smoking weed is, is fine. Uh, it is legal, and in most states. I don't know exactly where he was. I think he was in Cali at the time. Um, but let's see. He has, there's a lot, in my opinion, there's a lot more pressure on Ryan going into this fight than, uh, than Devin. And Ryan deserves a lot of credit too. Like coming off the Duarte fight, I think he could have said like, give me another, you know, another tune-up. Not to say that Duarte was that, but Devin Haney is, in my opinion, top five pound for pound. Even, you know, even potentially a Roley fight or a, a Pitbull Cruz fight. You could say, you know, they're not as good or as accomplished as Devin Haney, and he's jumping right back into the deep end. Deep end. Like, that's, other than Tank, this is the toughest fight that he could probably get at 140. I know Tiafimo as well. But, man, like, say what you will about Ryan. Like, the guy does not shy away. At such a young age, he doesn't have to be taking these fights, and he does. So I give him a lot of props. And uh, what are we, late February? Less than two months, we'll see which Ryan shows up. Definitely. And one thing I did want to talk about, um and when they were both on the MMA hour, um, Devin spoke about Ryan saying things about his religion. Um, Ryan sort of denied those claims. This caused a bit of a stir on social media that Devin was trying to make it about religion and like a religious war. Um, I suppose you was in the man in the middle. Did you yeah. see it as things like that? Is, that? is that a concerning thing? I still don't really know what happened there because uh, Ryan seemed to deny everything. I mean, it would be my feeling is religion, politics, family, very important should just not be involved you know there's no need for it there's enough stuff that you can say leading up to a fight and so I didn't see anything that Ryan said if Devin feels that way more power to him but uh, I've just always felt like those three should and, and in particular religion and family you know I don't care politics I don't care about but like religion and family should just probably be left out so hopefully that doesn't become more of an issue leading up to April 20th Absolutely. Just a final topic for me, Canelo Alvarez. Um, it's still up in the air. You know, it seems every single day it's an opponent change. One day it's Belanga, one, week, one day it's Munguia, Benavides. Um, sort of what is your understanding of the situation? What, what, I suppose the, the common sense is everyone wants Benavides. So uh, what would you say is, is the sensible option for Canelo? And I would love to see the Benavides fight. I do wonder, though, if he's leaving PBC, probably hard to make that. I think Munguia would be amazing. I sort of feel like Berlanga maybe needs like one or two more. Uh, Munguia would be tremendous theater, uh, but yes, the Benavides fight is the one that I was hoping for. When I saw the reports about the Charlo fight, I was like, you know, the fight back in September wasn't great. Um, I just nothing about that really excited me. And the thing about Canelo is you have to give him props. Like he too is one guy who's always looking for the biggest, the biggest challenge, the biggest test. And so I would probably rank him right now, Benavides. Uh, Munguia and Berlanga, I think most people would say that. And yeah, there, there's a lot of talk, there's a lot of eyeballs on PBC as they enter this new era post-Showtime. Now with Amazon, um, I, you know, I, I hope all is well. We need as many promoters, as many platforms, as many opportunities and outlets for fighters. So I, I'm hoping for the best for them so that there's as many spots for fighters to make money. I was going to say that, and just a, a final, final question from me. It's a, is it a concern with PBC? Because I think Dan Rayfield reported that their, their first non-pay-per-view wasn't until June or July. Um, but obviously, at the moment, it, 2024, they've had one scheduled uh, card being uh, Thurman Zoo, which is obviously a great fight. Um, do you feel like PBC could really suffer um, with the loss of um, Showtime? 
Oh man, it's Showtime getting out of boxing is devastating. So yes, I do think they suffer. Um, Showtime boxing just had one of their best years, if not their best year ever. And now they're out of the game. It's mind blowing that there's no Showtime in HBO. I never thought I would see that. I still can't believe HBO's not in boxing, to be honest. And uh, that was several years ago. And so yes, this is a massive blow. And I, I personally felt that PBC needed the Amazon deal and they needed another linear home for their fight nights. You know what I mean? Because you can't just have pay-per-views. You have to have a platform that's free or cheap. You know, if you're a Prime member, most people are, to where you could build up talent, right? You could build people up. Build people up, excuse me. Um, so, yeah, there's still a lot of questions about PBC, and uh, I'm very curious to see how it all goes down. You know, March is rapidly approaching, so we'll see how that show looks. Um, but losing Canelo would be a big blow, because it was such a huge addition to getting him back. And now if he goes back, um, it would be great for DAZN, it would be great for Matchroom, obviously, if they're working together again. I think, you know, obviously here this weekend I'm working for DAZN. I'd like to think I'm unbiased, but there's no real denying. They are the, the home of boxing right now. It's week after week. And so that would be a huge addition. So let's see how it all turns out. Absolutely. Ariel, just want to say thank you for taking time to speak to me. A massive, massive, as I said, massive inspiration of mine. So to sort of share an interview with you is a, a real honor, mate. So I appreciate it, mate. Big up That's Shout out to Kent. Yeah. Much respect. Thank you. Kent or Siren Sister? Which one, mate? Uh, Kent. Yeah. Okay. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.